Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tony, and I got my sister right here with me. She my road dog. Hey, y'all. Hey, so what's up? It's going to be our podcast. It's called Chris and Tony's Infinite Intuition, because I feel like, you know, we all part of something bigger than us, whether you want to call it God, the universe, your mind, your higher self, whatever. We all connected to it, and I feel like we all got that inner energy inside of us here, and we all got some intuitive uh, intuitions or passions that we're trying to really you know, following, really trying to harness in our life and really just trying to be fulfilled. So we're going to talk about stuff like that on this podcast, many, many topics that, you know, we resonate with deep and we just want to express, uh, you know, ourselves here and then, you know, uh, really just trying to, you know, express what we want to go through and then, you know, give feedback to, you know, or suggestions to people who if they have that type of stuff here. So, you know, I'm appreciative for the people that support us and listen to this podcast here. This is the first episode of many episodes here. And I cannot complain about how things are going here, but it's okay. You know, and just so y'all know, we twins. So there will be times we might not agree on everything, but, you know, that's how, you know, that's how family is. But it's, it's no complaints here. You know, really quick, just for myself, I'm going to just introduce me. Um, you know, we both 25. I'm the younger of the two. Um, I, I do comedy. I'm an actor. I'm a gamer. I'm a boyfriend. Uh, I'm a singer. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm a dancer, you know, I do, I do this, you know, you come to me if you need some, some, uh, some entertainment, some wisdom, I'm a low key a guru, but I'm really not a philosopher, you know, I be doing it all, man, I dabble here and there, but I'm really just a stand up, you know, doing it for about four years, my special dropped on the 21st called I'm Tony Fan, it's on Vimeo, $12 on there, it's on Apple Music, it's on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Tidal, YouTube Music, Amazon Music. You check my funny jokes out. 40 minutes, a straight cash fire. You know, I do this here. Um, and, you know, I just, I can't wait for everybody to really see the success of all that coming together. But it's uh, really solid, man. You know, I can't complain. And then, did you want to say, talk about yourself? Oh, um, hey, y'all. Um, I'm Riz. Um, I'm a writer. So kind of like the same thing as Tony, but in a different way, a different self-expression. Um, I feel I'm more, I don't know. This is all new. Um, I feel I like uh, writing because it's like very self-expressive. Like I said before, um, I like to um, do other things that self-expressive for like, like changing my hair, different nails, their clothing, things like that. Um, I really like to engage with um, different people. I love people because I love different personalities. I love um, just seeing how people are and how they think and stuff like that. It um, amazes me, like the psychology part of people, well, psychological part of people, I should say. Um, I don't know. Um, all of this is really, I don't, I don't know. This is difficult. No. I don't know what to say. It's okay, and you know and that's the beauty of it being the first podcast because you know you gotta gotta weed out what you what feels right and what don't. The beauty of a podcast is that is just what feels right and authentic for you. You ain't gotta have a plan. Oh, you don't have to well, have no plan. I feel like right now, um, you know, everybody had to go to school, well, college from high school, and then you know you get a job, and you know, like the typical um, lifestyle that we were kind of all set out to have. But I feel like um, now in our generation, like a lot, I feel like that that's not really the case. 
And I feel like right now I'm going through that. Um, my job, it's not necessarily the typical job, but it's a nice little typical job. I work at the plant, so it's a little different, but I feel like that's not where I should be. I feel like no one is um, supposed to just work and die. Um, it's more than life than just working for the men or working, period. I feel like any type of work or job that you do, it should be your passion. Because if it is, you want to say look at it as work. You know what I'm saying? You look at it as like your life type of thing. Um, so that's what I'm aiming for right now. Um, I feel like a lot of people our age are going through it. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Uh, I also feel, I mean, I feel that way. I wake up, look at the ceiling every fucking day and be like, damn, I ain't got enough time of crew to just be calling off. You know, I'll be trying to call off. I'll be thinking of an excuse to call in. I'll be looking at my schedule be like, oh, man, can I push my schedule back? Um, I'll be trying. I don't know. This is the dog stuff, man, for the birds. But I really like doing stuff when I want to and how I want to do it. So, you know, I'm trying to control my time more. And I feel like with a job, they definitely be making you come to work. Even though you signed up for it, you only signed up for it because you had bills to pay. You know, you needed to make money. But I feel like most people wouldn't spend eight hours of their day or nine hours of their day doing what we do for a living, like, for, to make money. Most people only do it because they need the money. Most people are not doing it because I, mean, I can't wait to get up and go put on this uniform and go hire and do this. I don't think most people really like that. I know I'm Unless not. it's their passion. Yeah, but then you don't feel that way because, I mean, yeah. and you still might. You still might, for real, but. Some days are hard. Some days are good. But I feel like you'll be more driven. And I don't want to have a poor man's mentality. So I got to make sure I be challenging my beliefs. Like, you know, I believe we create our own reality. So I think if I want better, I got to I gotta do better and I got to ask for more. You know, I was uh, reading today in the article and I got the app called Medium. And it was like, um, he said, asking you shall receive if you knock the door will open. And it's a story on there. It talk about a dude as a king who who took over many uh, like many lands and he had a real huge nation. So one one day uh, out the year, every year, he'll get everybody in the town, whatever they ask for. But most people will only ask for small stuff because they felt that's what they felt they was worth. So the story goes like the first dude, he asked for family to feed his food for the rest of the month until he got his money up. And then the aide of the king went to go ask the king and the king said, yeah, she said, your wish has been granted. Then the next dude was like, well, my wife is going to die in a month. I just want medicine for her to, you know, um, so she can get through the rest of the month. And the aide talked to the king. The king said, yeah, you can get food for the rest of the month. Then this young dude was like, yeah, he told the A, I want a palace bigger than the king's. I want I want a balcony. I want fine women in there, good food every day. I'm always, I don't have to worry about nothing. He said, I want the hallways to be beautiful, the windows beautiful. I want the outside around the palace to be beautiful. And, the a, and then the A was like, oh, no, uh-uh. don't say that to the king. Uh, change your mind. And the young dude was like, no, I know what I want. I want that. And ask him. So then the A went over there and asked him. And the king looked at him, and him and the A had some conversation. And then the A came back surprised, like, he said, your wishes have been granted. And then when he had left, and then the A had went up to the king, like, so why did you grant that wish? It seemed a little absurd. He was like, well, everybody else just came to me with small, petty stuff, you know, stuff that, you know, I can easily do. He was like, but his his wish made me feel like a king. 
I could really exude my power. He was like, I'm the most powerful man around here, so I can do what I want. And his wish made me feel like I can do that, like express what he was feeling. So he said, I'm going to do it. So I'm, they say, if you know your worth, you're not going to ask for nothing shorter than that. If you know that your is worth. something else. So then a lot of us be doing that for work. Like, we don't know our worth, so we'll be going to do these jobs and and and, and losing time off our life doing stuff for money, and that money not going to really satisfy us in the end. But we didn't did all we didn't work a billion hours for this one particular company. But ultimately, yo, you don't never got time for your family. You be forgetting everybody's birthday. You be trying to buy them gifts and whatnot. I just think it shouldn't be that way. I think it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't have to buy our family. We should just, you know, it's we shouldn't have to do all that. You should technically just be there, but it's so hard to really be there for family and friends and loved ones. And your ass got to work. And then when you, you know, when you're not at work, you're tired. You know, I think for our generation, it's like you got the people who you say, like, they go to school their whole life, then they, they transfer into, um, you know, like the workforce, and they do that for the rest of their motherfucking life until their kids, until their kids come, then they doing it, then they stressing their kids out, because now they was already stressed before they had kids, but now they stressed with kids, now their kids gonna have problems growing up. Like, do you feel like that's some type of, um, Matrix, yes. No. Simulations. You live in a simulation. I'm saying, like, do you think that's some type of control thing? Like, we was always controlled in grade school. Then we controlled in college. You controlled in, in your work environment. You control. you know what I'm saying? Like, they call it the school to prison pipeline. You're doing all this stuff to keep you. It's like a structure. School breeds workers, not bosses. Schools teach you. What type of school? You talking about college? Talking about, no. School breeds workers. They tell you what to do and how to do it, and you do it. Ain't no, don't do anything else besides what I tell you. They kill your creativity, so they get you perfectly ready for work. So then, instead of your teacher yelling at you, it's your boss. Instead of it being a homework assignment, it's a project you got to have done, or it's a deadline that you got to meet. Oh, so you're saying like school? So you're saying like school uh, set you up to be a worker? Because not everybody uh, has a worker mentality, though. Oh, oh no. You you talking about a hard worker? No, I'm talking talking about being a worker, not somebody that's going to be. I'm not saying a hard worker. So are you qualifying a boss as being a hard worker? No, I'm talking about people who work for other people and not control their time. So. That's what I'm asking. Are you saying like school sets a person up to be a worker? Because not everybody has a working mentality. No, Some no. people really do have a boss. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's because they kept their creativity, and they didn't let school kill their creativity. And they also okay. had passions outside of school. Most people, and I ain't gonna say it, like I'm not like that neither. But it's like we go to school, and then everybody your whole life telling you what you got to do, but you still feel that void inside when you go to sleep when you reflect at night. They be like, oh, I can't wait till I graduate. Then you graduate. Now what? Now what's that goal? We be we be setting our happiness on stuff like on achievements and stuff. When technically you you could be you supposed to be happy for no reason at all. Technically, you you supposed to be able to be happy for no reason at all. But niggas be like, oh, I can't wait until this weekend, or I can't wait till my birthday, or I can't wait till the summer. Then when the shit happen, you saying some new shit now. So now the summer come. Man, this winter gonna be lit. You know, all the, so I'm gonna be booed up this winter, but okay. But if you still not happy, niggas always chasing something else rather than the moment. And they always putting a we we put our our happiness and accomplishing goals and dreams, which is good. But I feel you should just be happy for no reason at all, because can't nobody take that away from you. When you just wake up happy that you breathing, that you conscious.
Like one of the main reasons that a lot of us are happy. No, grandma, uh, grandma, grandma, we on the podcast. Uh, that's funny. Okay, come on. <laughs> um, but it's like, what was I saying? She didn't really my point. Well, let, let me talk. I just feel like, um, I understand where you're getting at, but I'm a lady, so. And then there's other things going on in the world, so I'm moody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can't be happy for no reason, but sometimes I want to be angry. Sometimes I want to be irritated. Sometimes I want to be hungry, ha- hangry. You know, sometimes I want to be sad. You know, I want to I want to express all my emotions. We weren't given these emotions just to only be happy. Like, yeah, if I can be happy my whole life and not be sad, angry. But I'm how will you appreciate the joy if you don't know because what the if, like? if the, the matrix was set up this way, why can't it be set up another way? That's perfect. Cause niggas want to die and go to heaven, and heaven is perfect. Why can't why, why perfect can't be here? Because there's the different lessons that you gotta learn on different dimensions, on different no, lands. No, it ain't. It could just be set up that way where everything is perfect from the jump. It could be. It could be. But Tony, there's a bigger lesson than what we what, think it is. Why do it have to be lessons? How come we can't shit just can't be good? Tony, oh my God, I can't give you all the answers. But I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's all. Cause it could easily be this, like that with a snap of a finger. This should be uh-huh. easy. Could definitely be that easy. Well, I'm not gonna say that I probably don't aspire for everything to be perfect, but not saying that I like the world the way it is. But I love that I have different emotions. And... I love the fact that I be struggling, and sometimes this shit hurts so bad I be crying. But okay, well, I'm gonna keep I fighting. Know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying oh. like different emotions. You know it. I mean, yeah. it helps you feel different ways. It helps you grow as a person. You it helps you see different things certain ways. It may also help you bond with certain people that you probably wouldn't have bonded with at first. Hey, I feel it, and I'm all about you know expanding your awareness around your feelings and your emotions. I heard the other day that we are our feelings. Um, so give an example. So we connect with people about and ourselves with how we feel, not so much our words, because words are words are fake. Words are just symbols that we use to express stuff that, that don't always fully encompass what we really feel. So you can really be like little kids. They'd be like, mm, I'm so mad. But they're really not mad. They just don't have the expanded vocabulary to say how they really feel. They really could be irritated, but they're saying they're mad. So, you know, or they could be angry or frustrated, but they don't know no other words to express how they're feeling. So words are only just uh, a fraction of what you're actually feeling. Your feeling is was what you feel in that in that state of in that state of moment when something happened to you. If it's anger, you and it's not and it's not wrong with how you're feeling. Whether it's angry, uh, you frustrated, you sad, you happy. Your feelings is always true. It's just because how you choose to react to stuff. Most times, you being angry it is a cover up for a different emotion. You got to explain that. Like for instance, if let's just say. I don't want to say that. Okay, let's just say, you know, I have a boyfriend and he sees me talking to somebody else. He's mad, but underneath that, he's really jealous. But it comes off as anger, but he's really jealous. Yeah, because, you know, I'll be mad. Yes, you can say jealousy, but that's still, he can still be, he can be, I thought you can be both. Or even if somebody is grieving, people may come off as being angry, but really underneath that, they're just sad, confused, you know what I'm saying? The different things like that. It's, so, yeah, I feel like you can, you can uh, feel more than one emotion simultaneously. Same time. Yeah. Ooh, I know. So there's been times, just like how you can feel different pains at the same time. Like you, 
you could be holding in pissing your bladder hurt, but at the same time, you know you ain't ate all day. So there's two different pains, but you can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then when emotions, like what you said, you jealous, but you also mad. Like this, the, the whole popular meme, it would be like this: the dude she told you not to worry about. Like this bitch. <laughs> like, why are you always talking to him? He just my coworker. But then when you show up at her job, he rubbing on her back and whatnot. You can't say you jealous. I'm mad. At this point, I'm like, oh, yeah, so no. But that's different. That's some escalate. I'm talking about if he just seen her talking to a guy or something like that. Yeah, you know, that's about assuming. Not... That's assuming. Yeah. I understand that's dangerous. But you and, and you know, I got my own problems with that. And that's projecting. But assumptions, projection. But it's like in your head, it seems real. But you are what you believe in. I mean, whatever you believe in is true. For you, at least. You know what I mean? Like, for that individual. You know, if you believe in the flying spaghetti monster, repeat that shit enough, you're going to see it. So, and then when you're going to see it, when you want your partner to cheat on you, if you just keep going to your partner's phone all day, you know, if they don't cheat on you... What's too wrong for that? If if they don't go on your phone, if you keep going to your, on your partner's phone, you can just keep believing that they're going to cheat on you, they're going to lose trust in you because you don't think they trust them. And like their ability to really love you fully gonna go 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 down. Because they're gonna be like, This person don't trust me. And you're gonna be like, I haven't been doing nothing, but this person just keeps thinking I'm cheating on them. That's gonna turn that that situation all the way off, you know? And it's just something you gotta be conscious of. I think people just have to if you want to live a really good life, you have to be very conscious of the things that are holding you back. And the people who are around you that make you tick. If people if you keep going through a person's phone and you know you just get this vibe that they're doing something wrong. Why would you just need, need to take a step back, maybe to uh, reflect within, or to see how they are as a person? Like sometimes it's you, and sometimes it's them. Maybe you might not necessarily can pinpoint what's wrong with them, and you know for sure it's not you. Maybe you need to separate yourself. Maybe that's your expression letting you know that you know there's something up with this person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying all the time uh, your intuition is right, because sometimes it's not always your intuition. It's just your, your you know, like your insecurities. So sometimes it's your intuition, but sometimes it's not. But if you just keep getting this vibe and you know it's not you within, you need to take, take a step back from that person and just do you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so do you, boo-boo. Do you. Life is just too short, and it's too many lessons that we need to learn to be stuck on one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, let it go. It's not the end of the world. They're going to make you, they say, I say universe, others say God, it's the same thing. But they say, if you don't learn a lesson, you're going to have to learn it again until you learn it. Because you got to level up. You can't go to level 18 if you ain't past level 17. You got to get past the boss first. That's like playing Crash Bandicoot. Get, can't get past the boss when you're trying to go to the next stage. Fool, no. You better put the controller down for a little bit, then come back and play again if you got to. But you can't advance in life if you're struggling to learn stuff. Because when you're leveling up, it's certain stuff you got to have understood before you can tackle that next battle. Well, I find it both ways because sometimes you could be ex- excelling and learning this one lesson so well, but this other lesson you're still struggling with. So it's kind of like, how do I say this? I feel like sometimes you are on many paths and one big path. But I see what you're saying. Like sometimes if you can't pass this one lesson, how are you going to move on in front of that path? But it's some lessons that you learn and you can continue, you know? I feel like it's like interchangeable in a way. Explain. I did. Mm. 
Like, like a real life scenario or something? Yeah, too. Um, Y'all watching this video. What? This dude had, he had returned a 99 yard punt. What? He returned a punt. Come on. Hey, hey, stop it. I'm just saying. We trying to do uh, this. So, maybe. Riddle me this. I got a scenario for you. Oh my God. What? What happened? Nothing. Something happened. Riddle me this. What's the difference to you between fate and destiny? Fate and destiny? Um, it's not the same thing. Well, I feel like sometimes, let's just say it's two people. I'm a good girl for relationships. I'm real like a relationship guru. I love love. I'm a hopeless romantic. So we could just say. You keep saying that, you're going to be that way. Like, All right, chill. Ain't nothing wrong with being a hopeless romantic. I could still do me and still be hopeless romantic. That's not a negative thing. No, but people always want to. I'm just saying. Some of some chill and you're going to be like I'm, that. I'm just saying, you know, people be like. Man, I got trust issues. I'd be like, well, if you keep talking like that, that's all you're going to have. But right, you're looking at it being a hopeless romantic as a negative thing, and it's not. What is it? Some positive. You just love like, love. Well, you, you see the goodness love. in love all the time. How does that make you a hopeless romantic, though? Tony, I know what I am. What is a hopeless romantic? Look it up. I can't no, explain you, it, but you, I know that's what I am. I love love. Just, I've always been like so that. Explain it so people can understand. Okay, well, let's look it up to give them the definition meaning. How about that? Because I feel like you can know my nerves. Mm. Uh, the hopeless romantic, I seem like, I feel like it's somebody who just be struggling. Struggling with? Define love. With defining love? With finding. Finding. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of feel like that in a way. Not going to say finding love, but just it's so many different types of love. And then everybody is still trying to love themselves too, you know. So I feel like that's kind of difficult too, because everybody trying to just get in where they fit in, kind of that with love. Sometimes it don't always work out, but I still love love. Like I feel like a lot of people after they get hurt in love or whatever the case may be, or love just go away, they kind of like don't like love anymore. They hate love. They turn quote unquote cold hearted. But I, why you gotta be hopeless though? I don't know. I don't, I don't know why that's the phrase. Um, can't you just says, love? Can't you just love romantic stuff? It says hopeless, hopeful romantic blends and optimistic romantic outlook on love with realistic expectations. Hopeful romantics believe love is a beautiful, amazing experience that will come to them in time. So I remember I had this friend that went to high school with me, and he had told me he like uh. Riz, you know, you always have these guys like you're always dating, and it was something like that. Like, I just love different people. Like, I love personalities. I was a psychology major in college. Like, I love different personalities. Like, I love how being seeing how I am with different people. Like, wow, like when you really look at all the people who are surrounded by you, you see your different sides of your personality, you know, or of your personality. You see the people, you reflect with similarities. Yeah, and I feel like that's so nice. So everybody who I dated, I probably didn't like like that. Probably they were just cool. But, it, you know, it was nice. Like, I love love. And, and everybody who I date, I don't feel like that we're, that he's the one. You know, but it's cool to, like, Will you ever it. find, like, he's the one if you're a hopeless romantic? I feel like with that expect, and I could be wrong, and I'm okay. Uh-huh. But I feel like with the belief that you're a hopeless romantic you will never believe you found the one because you are quote unquote a hopeless romantic 
So you're in some type of wild cycle. Yeah. So. Well, I always feel like with me being a Virgo, I have high expectations. Like, um, yeah, I just have high expectations for things. Like, I just want things to be perfect. But as I've gotten older, I have learned to realize, like, perfect is not my perfect. Like, perfect that I've grown to know is they're perfectly flawed for me. Like, they're perfectly fit for me. So that's the one. Um, But, you know, when you fall in love with somebody, well, I know for me, I kind of see them as, like, somebody who's perfect for me. But then when you start to be with someone and you start really seeing them for who they really are, you know, you kind of fall out of, like, that little dream state that you're in sometimes. Um, So, yeah, I feel like with me being a hopeless romantic, I kind of have expectations or and then TV kind of uh to your yeah mold that to too but all in all it's cool I still love love but I see what you're saying me being hopeless romantic I'm kind of saying like I would never find the love that fulfills me but that love that will will fulfill me is the love I have for myself. Yeah I think the most important love is self love and I know I think I think I've more identified with God being I don't even like using the word God, but God is within you, not so much in the sky. As I've grown up, I just yeah. think God was in the sky, but now I think God is within me, and I'm a part of God, whatever God is or the universe is. Yeah. That is me. I am a, That force lives inside of me. So for me, it's like I try to, you know, make sure that I identify with loving myself, because if I love myself, I'll, I love you know, what I believe is uh, creating me, what I believe empowers me, like, in my family and friends. And if I love myself, I feel like if I truly, truly love myself, then I don't know how I want other people to treat me and love me. I know, like, exactly. if I, I can find I can find uh, what I'm looking for in love when I know what type of love that I'm worthy of because I love myself, you know. And, and that's something I want to make sure I, I, I keep getting better at. And then, like, with my girlfriend, keep doing that. And then with my kids that I do that, Cause you know, I don't think there's any other love. And then I try to just make sure people understand that when I say self love is the most important love to me, I you know I come from the philosophy that God is within you. So I don't say God is the most important love because I think God is inside of you. So I say self because some people don't recognize or some people don't identify with believing in the type of God ideology I believe in. So I say self love, man. Self love is the best love you can have, man. That, that's just the president of how people treat you and talk to you and do stuff, you know? So then I feel like if I love myself and I love my uh, my traits and stuff, when I go to actually love another person, you can tell, I feel like, I feel like people date at their confidence level. I feel like people date at their self-worth level. I feel like people don't, people are not attracted to you if if they feel as though you are uh, uh, don't have confidence or self-worth and self-love. I mean, they might be, they might like you for like your physical aspect, but if they're not trying to really date you or intentionally date you or have kids with you, if they know that you got weak self confidence and your self worth is poor. Um, well, I don't know. I just I'm feel like you, it can happen by accident, like off some sexual stuff, but you're not really trying to settle down with somebody who don't know they work because you're gonna be wasting your time. Because so you never feel like before you even met somebody, you sat y'all souls was just telling y'all to like, oh yeah, he's the one. He's no. The one. What do you even? 
No, because I don't think there is. Because sometimes you could talk to a person and not know that their self-confidence is low. But, you know, People no, have masks. I get that. But then that's why I don't think there's no such thing as a soulmate. What? I think there are people that I think I don't think because it's like if you had a person. So you don't believe in twin flames and nothing like that? I don't know much about twin flames, but I don't believe in soulmates. I believe that you have people you are you have the potential to grow with and go. Well, you know there are more than one soulmate that you have. I mean, if you want to, like, I mean, if you want to try to change the number, yeah, but I don't believe in just being one person. It's it never be just be one soulmate. It's it's one twin flame, but it's many soulmates. Oh, ooh, yeah, that just makes it more difficult. When you start, it's a spiritual thing. It's, it's, it's a soul, and then it's gonna be like a twin flame, and then next thing you know, it's gonna be something totally different when we get older. So twin flame is like, something so else. Then it could be like, yeah, you got a twin flame, but you ain't had a twin. You ain't whatever the next level up after the twin flame is. It'll be like, well, we just, I just finally understood twin flames. So this a new shit out. So I don't know. I think you just I gotta just, bond with. You gotta you gotta consciously choose what you want in life. Right. A lot of people. Just be like, I'm gonna just live it up to fate, and that's cool too, I guess. Oh, you never got to let me answer the question. What was the question? Destiny and fate. Oh yeah, you you went on to some other thing. Go ahead. Cause you never let me finish. Destiny and fate. I feel like let's just say you're dealing with two lovers or two people. So let's just in a reference with soulmate. Or okay, yes, a soulmate. When people are soulmates, they are kind of destined to be together. Uh, but like fate, fate will bring you towards your soulmate. But sometimes you may mess it up. You know what I'm saying? Because destiny and fate can only go so long. If you mess it up, you know what I'm you can do. Like your soulmate is like your person or one of your people. But if you mess it up, you know it's okay. You got other soulmates that you can blend with. Um, see, well, I ain't never heard nobody say soulmate and then be meaning more than one person. So that's the thing I take, I'll be saying about you be having to, you, with words, you have to really, because people get, get caught up on words. Like like how I would say this about the soulmate thing, perfect example, somebody can yeah. be talking to you and then just how you define soulmate versus how somebody else defines soulmate, they'll miss the whole point of what you were saying because they disagree on that soulmate terminology. You don't understand that? Well, you know, like your soulmate, it could be your no, husband, best friend. I get that, I get friend. that, but I'm talking about like people will, Words, words are just symbols that people would describe stuff. So how you mean soulmate, you know, you know that's how you describe it. Other people could be like, it's the one set person out there in life. And then since you use it soulmate different, differently than how they do, they'll just totally miss the message that you're trying to give to them because you. Right. So that's what I'm saying. And then I don't necessarily agree on fate and destiny, how you view it. I think destiny. So how do you view it? I think. I think. Um, Fate is more so like that's inevitable. It's gonna happen. But destiny, right? Depend no matter how no matter, or where you are happen. on your path, yeah, it's gonna happen. And destiny is something that you have power in. So like you have you have some type of say so in this. You have control. I think free will is BS. I think people, when yeah, you, yeah, no. I think when you are when you are aware, people just don't understand uh, cause and effect. People just be doing stuff, but it's the devil. Like no, you just have poor decision making. Everything we do is based off our consciousness in that moment and the decisions that we make and the consequences that come from the good and bad. The, the lights just don't shut off just automatically. Sometimes you just are unaware. So it could have it could have been like when we had the thing in Detroit, somebody messed up in, what was it, Ohio? Something messed up in Ohio and it caused all our stuff to go out. Or it's because you decided to blow the cash that was going to pay the light bills 
for the month at the strip. So it could be like there's a decision making. Every day you have choices, and they be like, choose wisely. Well, let's do this. I guess it like okay. For example, like free will. It's like okay. Let's just say we come into this life with a life lesson or two that we have to learn during this life. Who told you that? I'm giving an example. So we go into this life with a, a lesson or two that we need to accomplish and learn. You know. So your free will. So if you leave this life and not learn your life lesson, that was off of your free will because you had all the opportunities. Even though we came into our body spiritually, you know, obviously we still have like our human characteristics of, you know, holding grudges and deceit, uh, you know, um, you know, different different type of, I guess, of the sins that we can do. Oh, yeah. I don't believe in sins neither. Okay, okay, well, not since I'm gonna say it's just like different things that we hold on to as humans that are spiritual, so it wouldn't hold on. So, to. how I view sins is I was researching this sins is more like when you let yourself down, when you came up short with yourself, not so much when you sent against because, like I said, I think God is eternal or whatever the essence that created us. So, it's like Sin is when like you be like, man, I'm gonna do this today, and you don't end up doing it. Or you gonna be like, I'm gonna speak on something for myself when that happened again, but you don't. That's more like a sin. They be like, all sins equal. I be like, man, get the fuck out of here, because it's definitely not. It's def- in my head, it's like, so you mean stealing a Snickers bar is the same as as murder? It's not. It's all the same in God's eyes. Is it? Is it? So I, I'm that's I miss I miss stuff like that, but I don't know, Carissa. I mean, if that's if if that's I've, I heard. This, have you ever heard the saying like they say we are God but with amnesia? Yeah, you know I feel like that we live past lives, and so that's why I feel like I know I've told some people that like that baby knew what they was doing. I, I feel like that sometimes. Like I don't know. Like you ever look at like little kids, like little toddlers, and they do stuff, and you be like, they knew they weren't supposed to do that, but they did it anyway. Um, or I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of like a reincarnation thing too. Um, who knows? Well, I, also reincarnation could be. Could, it could also be the parents because we are our parents. So, like the baby is the mom and the dad. So, and yeah, the, in I believe sense, that too. In a sense, it's like that is you reincarnated. Yeah, like that Indiari song when she was like. Maybe I was his husband, and maybe he was my wife, or something like that. You know? Could be. I mean, I don't know. I'll be trying to. I try not to attach myself to some of all, some of that stuff. I'm, it's, I just, well, I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I try to. I try to. I know because your spirituality is whatever you make it. Right. Um, but I try to just make sure that I understand my own spirituality because everybody's gonna have their own. But I just, I don't, I'll be trying to be unbiased, you know, to the topics and try to just remain conscious of, uh, of like awareness. I just try to be aware. And that's what I mean when I conscious, just being as fully aware as you can be to something. Like all the factors that lead to why you think this, why you're doing this, why you're saying that, you know, why you're doing that. But if you are so aware today, how are you really aware of what's going on in the now? Because you're so worried about so they say the, the present is you, uh, the uh, past is you focusing on your memories. The present is awareness. They all got to deal with time and your mind. And the future has to deal with your imagination. 
So the, the the memory is it's no longer real. It's only real in your head. The present is the awareness for the now. The, what's going on now? Like you don't have the future and the past are not real no more. No moment is ever the same in the future or the past. All you have is the awareness now. So you have to be aware now to for both. You have to be aware of what you did in the past so you don't do it now if you don't want to do it. And be aware in the moment to work for what you want. You know what I mean? Gotta be aware. Gotta be aware. What you looking at? Mm-hmm. So, um, we can let's do this. <clears throat> we're gonna give it just a quick recap, and then what we're gonna do is I'm going to give my social media, and then Chris is gonna get her social media, um, and then shortly we'll post like our our calendars for postings of the podcast here. So just a quick recap here. This is episode one of uh, Infinite Intuition here. We're going on some deep stuff. So just, you know, if you got topics, just let us know. My social media handles on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, uh, what is it? Snapchat is T-F-A-N-T-J-R, so T-Fan Jr. And then you can see me on Facebook and YouTube through just my name, Tony Fan Jr. The special came out. You know, uh, December 21st, it's on Vimeo, it's on Apple Music. Check it out there. Stand up comedy, 40 minutes. Uh, you want to get your social media handle so they can check you out? Uh, my Instagram is uh, Rissa Fant, R I S A F A N T. And yeah. Don't you got a book coming out? Yeah, I have a book. I don't want to talk about it too much yet until I release it. You're trying to keep the energy. I feel it. I feel no bad vibes. It's gonna be good. I'm excited to see that. But it's gonna be a poetry book, you guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be another source of money, um, and you know a way to express ourselves. So that's great. So this is about wrapped up. You know, episode one of uh, Infinite Tuition. You got anything you want to say? Get off your mind, off your chest before we go. Um, I feel like uh, you guys, uh, when we like our podcast, we talk about a lot, be a little bit more on topic than we were today. Um, but today was just like a little cool, a little um, free write, <laughs> free talk. It. So, and you know, and that come, you know, with more time and, you know, things are getting better, but, uh, this is Tony signing off. Uh, I hope y'all all continue to prosper and learn yourself, know yourself, look up knowledge yourself. Uh, that's when you know who you are, cause when you know who you are and you know what you want in life and you do things more definitely, you can pinpoint your happiness and you can create it more easily co-create your happiness co-create your happiness with god or the universe or whoever you help make it work but just create happiness within and just don't be stuck in a bad place in life where you keep feeling like you weren't doing everything you you're doing is you're not getting no progress in life so just you really have to let go and let god like what that mean when you just stop trying to what does let go let go let go of trying to control and do what you want to do and let God have his way. So get up and just live your life. Sometimes I'm trying to control everything. You don't got to control everything. Granted, it's real life, but some things are eye on him. So I just live life. Stop trying to control, worry, and do all that. You don't know too much. You got extra stress onto your life for what? Hmm. Well, I'm, I might not see things that she see things. Uh, I get her message. Sometimes you got to just go with the flow. You got to know what you can't control and some stuff that's not in your control. What you can't control is your reaction to how life treats you. So pay right. attention to your reactions. Pay attention to your thoughts. You know, I feel like I'm lord of my thoughts. 
uh, Lord of my actions. So really pay attention to how you react to stuff. And then just be conscious of what you want to do in life and plan. And if you got to pray over it, pray over it. If you got to meditate, meditate. If you got to do something, do it. All right, so this is Tony signing off. I ain't got nothing else to say. You got something else? Nope. All right, so. Talk to you guys later. We'll be here for the next episode soon. All right, y'all. Y'all stay up.